0: The show is moving very quickly today. I'm enjoying it. I hope you are as well. I am going to take Friday off to celebrate Pioneer Day. And we heard earlier this morning from the governor that he has added caution and added challenges that he would like to extend to you as you go out and enjoy your uh, Pioneer Day weekend. And uh, I'd like to echo those challenges. Let's remember as we are together in likely close quarters with members of our family. Some of them may even be in those higher risk categories, the older folks in our family or those with some underlying type conditions. Uh, Let's be sensitive to that. Let's be mindful of it. Let's be sure to put into practice the fundamentals that we have been hearing ad nauseum for the past number of months. Keep your hands clean. Don't touch your face. Wear a mask and maintain good social distancing while you can. All right, Uh, that's my uh, challenge to you. I'm going to accept it myself uh, from... When Governor Gary Herbert shared that here this morning, uh, I thought, you know, that's that's a good point. That's a good thing to reiterate. We've seen uh, some spikes come in the wake of holidays in the past here over the past few months. So let's uh, let's break that trend here with Pioneer Day upcoming. So <clears throat> I told you as we were approaching this segment that I was going to share with you some of my frustrations, which stemmed from an article written by a New York City. Climate change reporter. Her name is Lisa Song. She teamed up with a research fellow named Molly Simon, another New York City uh, uh person, and they wrote an article for the nonprofit publication Pro Publica under the headline Politicians and Business Interests Pushed Health Officials Aside to control reopening. Then cases exploded. Yeah. From New York City, they decided to weigh in on how we are handling things here in the state of Utah. And they write this exhaustive article about how the governor's office has brushed aside and pushed aside so many of the medical professionals and some of the experts of the different healthcare systems around the state. And I'm not sure what they're seeing from New York City, uh, but I hear from my seat, as you and I together have observed the goings on at the state level, and as we have seen the statistics and compared them to the rest of the country and world, we are doing all right. And so it frustrates me when we have something here in the state of Utah, which is an exemplary approach, which is a model which emphasizes freedom, life, and livelihood. Freedom in that we are, for the most part, left to our own devices to take action based on scientific evidence. All right? We don't have a statewide mask mandate. That's what I'm getting at here. Okay? Also, uh, the governor has pushed down to the more local of levels much of the decision making power. Yeah. The orange risk level which continues in Salt Lake City came from a request uh, a mayor's request. Yeah. Local government making decisions. That's pretty good. And yet these New York City reporters want to tell us that we're doing a poor job. Now, the thesis the the argument that they make is that the 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 government the the political folks have decided to push away and push aside and disregard the advice of the medical community. Okay, we know those characters. That's essentially Governor Herbert and Dr. Angela Dunn. We have the state epidemiologist and we have the governor, the one man empowered to make most of the decisions on this front. And he has, from the very beginning, been working side by side with Dr. Dunn. Don't take my word for it. Remember, just last week, there was a press conference where Dr. Dunn and the governor appeared together. Dunn said last week she's grateful for the support from state leaders. You know, I'm really proud to work in a state where I feel encouraged to provide my input and advice and that leadership will consider it and weigh it alongside the input from other experts in their field. So we as Utah should feel proud that leadership is willing to listen to all of these opinions and strike the right balance moving forward protecting the health of individuals and the economy. Did you catch that? Does that seem to be uh, the, the remarks that would come from someone who is at odds with uh, the governor, who, who is at odds uh, with the individual empowered to, to make statewide decisions? No, not at all. And it goes both ways. Here's Governor Herbert in that same press conference supporting Dr. Dunn and thanking her to her face.
1: And let me just express my personal appreciation for Dr. Dunn, for her service, for her expertise, for her counsel and advice, and we appreciate the good work that she's doing and has done and will continue to do.
0: Now, there is reference made to Dr. Miner, Executive Director of the Utah Department of Health. Uh, There was reference made to uh, his interactions with the state. Now, uh, I don't want to to put words in anyone's mouth, and so we're going to go right to Governor Herbert. He, today, during this press conference, was asked uh, by a reporter here with KSL, he was asked about the role and the involvement of Dr. Joseph Miner, again, executive director of the Utah Department of Health, specifically in reaction to this ProPublica article.
1: I think in virtually every instance, whether Dr. Meyer's been at the table in the original consultation or has been by telephone after the fact uh, to get his, getting his input, he's been a, a key player every step of the way. So it would not be an accurate characterization to act like he has not been involved. There may be one or two issues that have been uh, that he's not been here uh, around the table on, but that would be the exception rather than the rule. He continues to be a very valuable asset to our team.
0: Continues to be a very valuable asset to our team. All right. I don't want to disparage ProPublica or Publica, Publica. I don't know. Uh, They've won a Pulitzer Prize. In in fact, uh, the first online publication to do so. What are they, though? What is this organization? First off, it's a nonprofit, a 501c3 that's not the typical business model when it comes to uh, news organizations or investigative journalism nonprofit how was it started well about 13 years ago uh, there were some rich folks there were some co CEOs of golden west financial corporation and they committed 10 million dollars a year to a project a project to uh, to fund investigative journalism they poached from the wall street journal a managing editor Uh, someone who is paid very handsomely now uh, to put together uh, a team. And that team today includes the author of this article. This article, which looks at Utah all the way from New York City. And it looks at Utah and the way we're responding to the coronavirus through the eyes of someone who typically covers climate change. Yeah, I don't I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of out-of-towners weighing in on our business here, all right? You got bigger fish to fry in New York City, all right? You let us handle our business here in Utah. We don't need you sticking your nose in our business, especially when our business is setting the example for the rest of this country, all right? All right? Okay, I'm going to come on down off this uh, soapbox or, or from wherever I am speaking right now. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, uh, I want to uh, address a question which is posed uh, by Jay Evenson with the Deseret News. Very simply, how did masks become a political thing? I think I have not figured out. I'll share with you my thoughts next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.